Welcome to Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza. Life isn't perfect, nor is it easy, but it can be enjoyable, fulfilling, and purposeful if we choose to create it to be so. Monday Motivations is a quick and easy way to help you create the rich and fulfilling life you desire. Your host, Corey Mendoza, is a highly sought-after speaker, coach, and author, influencing professionals to get real, work less, and live more balanced lives. Each Monday, she interviews an expert in their field to find tips, encouragement, and inspiration for your personal and professional success. Monday Motivations increases your awareness of what you can do with your current situation. Your sense of empowerment will expand, fears, doubts, and worries will vaporize, and you will see more possibilities every day. Let's dig into the next episode of Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza. Welcome to Monday Motivation. It is Corey Mendoza, and I have a very special guest today. Um, As always, we're covering Monday Motivations, 52 Weeks to a More Purposeful You. This week, we're talking about resourcefulness, and I have my very good friend, Jennifer Edmund, I'm sorry, yeah, Edwards Robinson. I always mess up people's last name. I'm not even going to use this. So- yeah. So we ever use each other's last name. I know. I know. So, um, yeah. So Jennifer Edwards Robinson. Um, so I know you as my dear friend. Um, we, we support each other as mothers. Sometimes we talk business, sometimes we talk work, but I would say our, our friendship and our relationship has really, you've really helped sharpen and like iron sharpens iron nice. me as a mother. So I'm very excited to have you on, on a little bit more of a personal level or sorry, professional level. Um, so Jennifer Edwards is a business and leadership advisor working with Fortune 500 companies and boards, equipping them to perform and collaborate optimally when pressure and stress hits. And boy, do we know in the last decade, there's, I mean, there's constantly something that causes pressure and stress to hit organizations and families. So you've just been an asset to your clients. Um, So her clients include top leaders at global companies. She is a partner at Winning Streak Ventures, an early stage venture capital fund, which invests in disruptive technology companies. So very excited. Thank you for being on the show and for us to talk about resourcefulness. So what did you think about this week's topic? Well, number one, thanks for having me. And thank you mostly for being there in the depths of my pain and in the highest of my highs. Uh, For everybody listening, this woman is a wise woman. She's a kind woman. Um, She is a prayer warrior and more than anything she loves and she loves so well. So um, I'm thrilled just to be on this with you. And um, it makes me feel emotional because you and I throughout our lives have had to be resourceful in the most unexpected of situations. Life didn't go the way I planned. Nope. And when I was reading the, the motivation, it came back to me over and over again of like the best laid plans makes God laugh. Because in reality, the thing I have had learned about being resourceful above everything else is that God's my portion. Mm-hmm. And that if I rely on his him being resourceful to him to do all things, in the end, it all turns out, maybe not the way I wanted it to, 
mm-hmm. Casey. I, you know, I call you Corey, but in the way that um, he has it destined and planned. So yeah. I kept thinking about that over and over as I read your writing today. Mm. No, I love that. Um, it reminds me like a joke that I always say with Rusty is like, I have to remind myself, I am not the Messiah. <laughs> so, so you mentioned, I think you used yeah. a phrase that other people might not understand. Can you elaborate on that God is your portion? Because that's kind of like a Christianese phrase, point, if, yeah. you know, so what does that mean? God is your portion. Things of the world are pretty fragile. Money comes and goes. People in your life come and go. Um, jobs come and go. Um, friends, feelings, emotions, relationships. But there is one thing that is solid. And it is the faith and the love that we can have in this absolutely omnipresent God. And so when I say he's my portion, it means that I have something that is so stable that nothing can break, that whether I'm in the absolute bowels of the ship or the highs of high, he never changes. Mm -hmm. And it's probably been the one thing that has, I know it has been the one thing that's seen me through um, the last 10 years of my life. Mm-hmm. and really given me a reality check of, um, you said, well, you're not the Messiah. I always like, you can't try harder sometimes. Mm. So, you know, Jeremiah Miller, yeah, love him. our friend, yep. um, he'll be on the show soon, but yep. um, he, he had a bracelet made for me that says yeah. stop trying. Did he really? Yeah. Because that was, I I have a list on my phone of when I was going through like a nine year, very dark time, very big trial. um, God would, I would hear God tell me different things. And I would just like, I would hear him say something, not, you know, audibly, but feel it. And um, so I have a, a note on my phone that says God talking to me. And it's, I just put the date. And so one of the things of God talking to me was stop trying. That's what he told me, stop trying. So I think that, you know, some, it's funny, our topic is resourcefulness. And when right. I go back and read what I wrote, um, you know, it's important to have grit. It's important to have that tenacity. Yeah, it is. I mean, you're a go-getter in your family. I'm a go-getter in my family. I think that's an honorable thing. That's a nice character characteristic to have and an overused strength can become a challenge so that's why my joke is you know I'm not the messiah because it's like I can just I won't stop trying I won't give up yeah you're scrappy scrappy you're really then you get to a point where God's like hey Corey if you want to see me know me experience me receive from me then you need to get out of my way. And I'm like, no, I'm just going to keep going. And he's like, okay, stop trying. In fact, one of the times that you and I've talked, I, I said this to you, I said, I spend so much time barking at God that little, that little did I know that the most resourcefulness, the biggest learning I could have from God was when I got quiet and I actually started listening. Mm-hmm. And that's when that concept of he's my portion, we're actually could hear new things, new resources, new ideas. Um, you came into my life because of a time I got quiet. 
I mean, there is so much around being quiet that God can work, move, maneuver, bring things into your life. And so um, I, I just, I can't believe how important it is to have a relationship with that God who will be the resource, um, yeah. you know, all we need. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of people that will watch this, see this. I mean, the, the message about like getting quiet, mm -hmm. like not doing more, not trying harder. Like there's a really huge element about surrender and humbling ourselves. And sure. I, last week I spoke to a group of, um, like uh, high school age kids um it was it's like a foster care program and at the very end of a like one hour thing um they're like well what's your best advice that you would give us and i'm like i said talk to god even if you don't believe in him that's yeah he's always listening yeah yeah, yeah. so so i just think that there's something humbling and i think that's why phrases like you know us having the a higher power you know like i'm going to release it to the universe all those types of expressions it's the same message of at some point we have to acknowledge that we are not a god like we are not all knowing we are not all powerful no we are very powerful and we also have to be humble. So I think that plays into this week's topic about resourcefulness. Um, you know, it, it does hugely. And I want to say one thing that I was I've done lately. Um, I don't know if you're like me um, and everybody listening, but there's a ton of noise out there. And I noticed that when there's a lot of noise, whether it comes from the political situation, family drama, the vaccine blah, 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 that it can make my brain get wacky, loop. And so I've taken this new approach of every time I'm in my car to have no noise on, no radio, no phone, um, unless it's absolutely critical so that I can actually use that as dedicated time to be with God. Mm -hmm. And I know it sounds like a really unexpected place to find um, time with God, but it's amazing because I can just be driving and talking as I'm driving. I'll see things as I'm driving along and be like, oh God, I need to pray for that. But I can also quiet my mind and just breathe and see what he might have for me in these moments. So it's just a little tip about how I've been a little bit more resourceful to find time for God in my busy life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what else from, from the topic uh, resourcefulness, was there anything else that stood out to you or um, or that you wanted to share what you got out of it. So, um, I loved your story about the table because the table really wasn't about money. The table is about what you wanted to create around it. Wasn't it? Yeah. Do you remember, could you talk a little bit about that? Cause I actually read that and I'm like, I know this woman, that table was about community. That table was about bridging family and having connection. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I read it today getting ready for our time together. Um, so yeah, so when I was reading it, it just brought me back to where I was at that time in my life. And like I shared in that entry was, I was a single mom. I was 
on 100% commission. I was broke. Like I didn't know how I was going to get gas money to go on client mm. appointments selling real estate. And um, and so the the story is just basically I went on a listing appointment. Some people wanted to sell their house. Um, we sat at their beautiful dining room table to sign their listing agreement papers. And I had told them like, oh my gosh, I love this table. It was actually like, I had thought about, I wanted a huge dining room table, dark walnut color. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this table's gorgeous. Where'd you get it? <laughs> and anyways, the couple happened to be going through a divorce. That's why they were selling their house. And you know, we signed the listing agreement, we left. And then the next day, the woman called me and she's like, I talked to my husband and we would like to give you our table. Like we're getting a divorce, <laughs> we're splitting up, we're like doing different things. We don't need a huge family table. And so it, I used it as a story in this about resourcefulness because there's a lot of, and I had talked about you know, the phrase, like, I don't have enough money. That was a phrase yeah. that I grew up with, like, mom, dad, can I play this sport? No, we don't have enough money. Like, we don't have enough money was a message I heard a lot. And, and I think, you know, the main message that I had written about is that not enough, if we think about it in a box, like, yeah, my parents were right. They did not have enough money for certain things, but prosperity flows into our lives, not necessarily on the black and white number. It's, it's resourcefulness. It's, there's a flow there. Well, while I was reading it, I thought of something that I talk a lot about with my clients and it's these three words, have, do, be, and be, do, have. Most of us live in this world, like you wrote about in this have do be. Once I have enough money, once I have a friend, once I have a partner, once I have children, what I'll do is X, Y, and Z. And then I'll finally be happy, be willing to give, be willing to donate, whatever it is. And actually that's more wisdom of the world, wisdom from God and wisdom from, you know, highest, the highest calling inside each of us is be, do, have, mm -hmm. be happy, be joyful, be a giver, be, be a abundant. Yeah. Be abundant. Be rich. Be rich. Be rich without the number in your bank account validating. Because if they aren't connected. No. <laughs> and then what you'll do from your being space is absolutely, you know, mind blowing. Mm -hmm. And the have will take care of itself. Mm -hmm. have is not even needed to be worried about. And that's what I thought you did in that, that article, that little piece of the, the, that entry. And I just was like, yeah, a lot of us, especially in this giving this time of um, Christmas or in this time of comparing ourselves with the Joneses or, yeah. you know, I see all these beautiful Christmas cards coming out and I'm like, oh, I know it's not as perfect as you meet as it looks. And mm -hmm. we all are in this place of, you know, there's pain and joy. Mm -hmm. like two sides of a coin, but our job is to not wait to have it all. Our job is to yes. be, be, yeah. then we'll do and the have will take care of itself. So that was a big thing I thought I read out of your entry. Yeah, no, that's exactly what it's about. It's, 
don't wait to have what you think you need to have before you can do the things you want to do. Create from where you are and what you have in this moment. And I like the example that you brought up about, you know, um, Christmas cards or especially with social media, you know, yeah. we, we log in and we, we see things. And I think that it's great to spread beauty. And it's important that we also remember that yeah. like, if we feel sad because we see, say we see, say, say a woman is trying to have a child. So there's a couple, they're trying to have a baby but she can't get pregnant. And then everywhere you go around, you see a pregnant woman, like that can create sadness, you know, but we just have to remember all of us have times in our lives when we look around and we see something beautiful that we long for and we crave and we don't have, but that's, that's when we just have to be like, I'm, uh, if, if I want that and I long for that, it must mean that I can be that now. And it could be in that example, that one isolated example of motherhood, it could be maybe there's somebody in our neighborhood that we can be a yeah. mother to, or, yeah. and it doesn't fix the thing we long for, but it's, there's something about, we have to change our minds to not be fixated on the outcome and be present to what we're longing for and, so and show up. That's the have, the outcome, right? Mm-hmm. And the fixation actually does need to be in the being. The being is the energy. Mm-hmm. It's what you bring forth from yourself to others. And that in the end will create the outcome. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, something else I thought about um, in reading that and also in thinking about resourcefulness is about friendship. Mm. whether it's professional, personal, um, and especially during this time, because we're recording it right now during Christmas. And I was just thinking the world's lonely out there right now. It's a lonely time for so many people. Teenagers are lonely. Uh, mental health in our teenagers is at an all time high risk. This COVID has not been good on them. Um, and I was just thinking if I could make one call to action it's for all of us to be resourceful right now within ourselves in that being space is to go out and extend warmth to people. When you're walking by, smile. Don't hesitate if somebody pops in your mind to say, ah, that was a little nugget from God. I'm going to go out and call them. You never know who needs your smile, who needs a little note, who needs a text. So I just wanted to challenge us all in these next few weeks to remember that, um, we would be an unexpected resource to those people mm-hmm. if we actually followed just our little inklings or that little quick piece of wind that goes across your mind with a name. So I was really thinking about that today. I love that. I love that. A couple of weeks ago, um, I I did a Monday motivation with um, a gal and we were talking about shifting our attention off of you know, what are we missing? What are we longing for? What are we lacking? And who else can I help? And it's, it's that same thing, you know, it's like, you know, we, there's so much to be grateful for, like so much, there's so much, we're always going to wish for a little bit more, but if we can combat the lack in our lives, 
with utilizing what we have and that's being resourceful. Just create from what we have. I mean, we've seen these bands, um, if you YouTube it, um, you know, when they make like instruments out of garbage, you know, there's just a lot of, lot of real life living and metaphors of taking, um, there's a, there's a gal, she's an artist. I can't remember her name. Um, I think she's from Lebanese and she, she created this art after war from all the scrap metals. Oh my goodness. Little, you know who I'm talking about? I follow, no, I don't. Well, I follow, I'm going to look it up because I follow her on Instagram because she, she just inspires me. Um, let's see. Meaning there's beauty in any circumstance. You can find it. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, she's gone out and been resourceful to find it. And I think that that is beautiful. You know, our conditions don't have to define us in a, anything that comes our way. You and I've learned this in so many ways. Anything that comes our way can be a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. And we can create from everything and nothing. Like Absolutely everything. Right. Like we can create from, I, I love the, the analogy about fertilizer. Like, yeah fertilizer is crap. Like it's waste. All it is. And, and somehow we can still use waste for something good. So we can create from anything and everything and nothing. So, um, I just, I couldn't think of a better person to talk on this topic of resourcefulness because you've been resourceful your whole life. Right. Have. Yep. And I just thank you for asking me to speak on it with you because it really helped me reflect back about the the broadness of the word and what it means to be resourceful, both spiritually, economically with my friends. And um, I just love this time with you. And I thank you for all you're doing in the world. You're making such a difference. And um, And so are you. So you, I'm so excited. I want everybody listening, watching to know about so you have a new book coming out. Oh my goodness. Look, oh, tell us about your book. <laughs> so uh, we are so lucky to have been signed by an agent and then by McGraw Hill. And they're publishing a book for us um, all about bridging the gap. Um, it's really a book about the fact in business, in our community, in our lives, we all struggle to like, understand and respect certain people. Yeah. Yeah. So how do we bridge gaps with them? Because communication, curiosity, and collaboration is the only way we're going to have solid relationships and hopefully peace and break down the walls that are so high in this world, in our community, in this country. So the book is really all about that. Um, It's a business book, but it's absolutely filled with stories antidotes for anybody to read and we come to market february 22nd oh my gosh two so years of writing be able to buy this on like amazon yep. or um you can go to amazon or go to our web page and we have all the vendors there please do okay and it's go to how to bridge the gap.com bridge the gap so so how to bridge the good i know you mentioned that this is specifically for business and organizations um the corporate world but what is, is there an element in there that would be great for families for absolutely in fact you know what our dream is we're going to take this book and we're going to actually now go and make pdf versions for different sectors so okay. yeah you'll you'll pick it up and you'll hear stories that'll absolutely like touch your heart it'll make you groan they'll make you jeer cheer complain 
and they'll all be relatable. So whether you're a mom, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're a real estate agent, or whether you're like, heck, I can't even stand going to Thanksgiving dinner. How am I going to understand why people behave the way they do and what I can do about it? We got you covered. Yeah. So it's basically a book to help people bridge the gap between where they are and maybe a person or a type of person that they don't yep. like, can't connect with. So this could like, get into like racial issue. Could this like solve racial issues? So I think it's absolutely a precursor to that. What it's a precursor to is the important diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging work that's necessary. But what you have to do is we gotta, you know, in advance of that work, we've got to actually have this deep curiosity about what makes you tick. Mm. What is it about your lived experience that I don't get? Mm. And then we also talk about your biology, like, um, you know, how does your biology wired? Like how, have you ever picked up, seen a phone number pop up on your phone, Corey, and just had your body get tight and panicky? Oh yeah. Or an email. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And in that moment, your biology, your prefrontal cortex is just hijacked and you start panicking, you start getting sweaty. And so we teach all about like, how do you manage that when that happens? How do you get your brain back to center? So lots of emotional intelligence. Absolutely. And we really dissect emotional needs. We're mm-hmm. all playing out these emotional needs in our life. So hope people will give it a look. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you for, for coming on thank and you. talking about resourcefulness and everybody check out her book, Bridge the Gap. Um, and then keep joining us every week for Monday Motivations, 52 Weeks to a More Purposeful You. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza. Did this conversation spark something in you? Did you have an aha moment? Share it with us by writing a review on this episode on your podcast player. Help us get the good news out in the world and help others find this podcast by giving it a five-star review. And be sure to subscribe to the Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza podcast to not miss the next episode. To learn more about Corey and her brand, Volition, visit choosevolition.com.